Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. All right, the day Today's is here, day. y'all. Today's Key. the day, Key. Key, the day is here. Jay, the day is here. Mm-hmm. Opening day. Now, let, let, me, let me hear Keyshawn underplay this one. Every time you, I get excited about something, Key's like, man, that's all right, whatever. It's just the opening day of the season. Are you excited about this, Key? No. <laughs> not excited. Debbie Downer. I, I, I saw football four weeks ago when the preseason started. Let me ask you something. Was there a time in your life as a child, right, you're playing Pop Warner football or something, where you had any kind of excitement, where you weren't world-weary, where you weren't cynical, you were genuinely enthusiastic, like naive and enthusiastic. Was there ever that, Keyshawn? Only time you get excited is when big moments come, man. It, it, this, is, this is an exciting time in terms of football, Thursday night, Cowboys, Bucks, everybody's watching. I'm, I'm excited, to be honest with you, for football regular season to start so we can actually have real football to talk about. Not all this, oh, well, he did this in the preseason, or he was great at doing this in the preseason, or did you see him in college? No, now we're getting ready to see live bullets go to flying in your reactions. So I'm excited to be able to walk in here Friday and break all that down for everybody so they can really understand there's a difference. These are different levels here, Max, from the preseason. All of it. To the regular season, to the postseason, and into the Super Bowl. You see, the beginning of the season is always fun for me. But as an athlete, though, Max, there was something about – like in basketball, October nineteenth, NBA season starts. But training camp, like that, that when it gets cold outside, that fall feeling. I'm like, oh, this this is my season. And I'm curious, Key, like for you guys, training camp, like summertime when it's hot. Like even though you guys probably didn't like it, you felt like now we're coming into ours. So yeah, I think the season kicks that off. But I think that feeling started a long time. ago. I got to tell you the truth. I mean, like for normal people, all they know is like, oh, it's fall, it's back to school, and that's only on the East Coast, right? <laughs> I, I'll I'll say this. Like, until I was in the industry, I really didn't care about preseason football. I was with Key there because it didn't count, right? I just didn't want any of my guys to get hurt. I'm a Giants fan. Giants don't get hurt in the preseason. I'm good, right? Now, in the business, it gives you something to talk about so you get a little more excited. But um, preseason doesn't do much for me other than because it makes the job a little easier, more fun. Regular season? Especially, (laughs) y'all, this is the Dallas Cowboys against the defending champion, Tampa Bay Bucks, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott. There is so much to get into here, and it's such a marquee matchup. My thing is, when you look at this game, everyone's, I've heard a lot of, oh, there's so much. I know you guys, we've talked about this, and you guys feel similarly in terms of the pressure on Dak versus other players. I've heard a lot. There's so much pressure on Dak. He got his money. They're going to point to a million different things in failure before they point to him. The pressure to me is on the defending champs. Key, they return all 22, plus the coaches. You brought that up the other day, the coaching staff intact, too. They're at home. Dallas is missing Zach Martin. All of this, right? Dak is coming off the shoulder and the feet and the whole thing. Mm -hmm. To me, all the pressure's on Tampa. This is like all upside for Dallas, all potential downside for Tampa unless they win, Key. Yeah, I mean – it, it is it, – it, it, Dallas is playing with house money, right? It, it's, it's one of those situations where they have really nothing to lose for the most part. But when you talk about a loaded team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home, they're not going to get caught up in the ring celebration or dropping of the, dropping of the banter. All, then that's not going to happen. It's going to be jacked up. They're going to be ready to play. You bring back 22 
guys that started for you. Now, I don't know how many reserves they bring back, but they bring back some reserves as well. I mentioned the other day, all three coordinators, special teams coordinator, offensive, defensive coordinator, plus the head coach all come back. When you are in a system for the second time around, like a Gronkowski and a Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, you now have a different feel for things. It's totally different. You had an offseason, a traditional offseason, where a year ago you was practicing in a park with helicopters flying around to get a glimpse at you and to see what you look like. So this is a way different situation, Max. I think this team is poised to make a a nice noise in the AFC or in the NFC South, everyone everyone's super high on the Bucks. Not like every year the defending champs are, are anointed the way the Bucks have been. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, all guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. What are you most looking forward to tonight, Jay? It, you know, yesterday watching Derek Jeter give his speech. Whoa. Well, it it, uh, it it brought me back because there were a lot of baseball games that I went to where I watched him play. And also working with him with the Players Tribune, you know, like moments where you're around people like that and you see them actually perform and you're like, man, that's incredible. And I think yesterday brought me back to something for Tom Brady. Obviously, a lot of talking topics, Dak Prescott, how will he bounce back? Ezekiel Elliott can get back to that form. Dallas, can they be the team we expect them to be because of the talent? The Bucks are really good. But I'm sitting there saying, damn, my man, Tom Brady is going into his 22nd year. In the NFL. He is 40, <laughs> 22nd year. Yo. I turned 40. You see 40. why I thought he was going to fall off a cliff? I turned 40. No one goes 40. 22 years I, in the NFL? I turned 40 tomorrow, Max. This man is five Happy years. Birthday. Thank you. This man is five years older than me and is coming off a Super Bowl victory where he is still hitting the pinnacle, still hitting the peak of his career. And I think this year for me and t- tonight, I don't want to take that for granted anymore. I know we always get lost in the – well, I think the debate is over about GOAT debate for Tom Brady and other people might have different feelings on that. But just I think appreciating how much longer I might see Tom Brady is something that I'm starting to think more about considering I saw Derek Jeter yesterday. That, that, that's legit. Uh, I mean, like, I get it. Key, what are you most looking forward to tonight? Um, I, I, I think I'm going to be looking forward to checking a, taking a strong look at the defensive side of the ball for the Buccaneers. I want to really – see what they bring to the table against this kind of banged up, hampered offensive line. Like, how can they negate the running game of the Dallas Cowboys? Are they going to apply that pressure to Dak Prescott to get him to get off his mark, to Mm -hmm. test his leg, all of those sort of things? Because I'm sure when you look at it from from Ty Bowles' perspective, he's going to do everything. He's going to throw the kitchen sink at Dak Prescott early and often to make sure that he's healthy to make sure that he wants to be out there when he's bringing extra people out of the secondary when he doesn't really necessarily need to because he can get that heat from up front. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm most looking forward to. I mean, I th- it's tough with games. You know, sometimes you say, I don't know who's going to win this game. I have a good feeling Tampa's going to win the game, right? I have a good feeling that Tampa at home, the defending champs, beats a Dallas team that didn't have a defense last year, even if they gotten better, all that. I am looking forward to Ezekiel Elliott running the ball to see, especially without Zach Martin there, to see if Zeke can be – look, he, lo- he took off weight. You could see that. Mm-hmm. He's coming off a disappointing season where he didn't have an offensive line. I know the right side of the line is not 100%, but I want to see how he looks running the ball. Let's not forget, like, 
how many, just a couple of years ago, the offense was really based around Zeke, and they kept getting Dak more receivers, and Dak kept getting better, and you really can't say that anymore. But Zeke, if he's firing on all cylinders, the team is different offensively. Yeah, yeah I think that's the thing. You just – look, dude, I, I don't expect the Cowboys to win. I, I expect the Bucks to win actually quite easily. But I, I do expect to see where that zip is with the Cowboys' offense. Right? We always talk about how talented they are, the name – recognition on this team, right? Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, all these talented players. I want to see how precise that offense can be against a top-tier defense in the first game. You know, they they just got to go out there and do what they do. They can't get caught up in worrying about, you know, the, the names. They can't worry about those sort of things because on the other side, they got names too. And those names mm-hmm. just won a damn Super Bowl. So when you look at it, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going out there and I'm trying to put my best foot forward and then let the chips fall where they may. No doubt. They should be playing loose. Dallas has everything to gain in this game. Could you imagine if the Dallas Cowboys upset the Tampa Bay Bucks week one on the road? How good let, it let is the conversation for them. Start. So it much to gain. It could happen. It could happen. It's like Are a you saying huge it's gonna happen? for Are Dallas. Are you saying it's going to happen, Key? No, I said could. Okay. Yeah. I didn't say it was. <laughs> I'll take I the said bucks. could happen. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We're asking a simple question at Key, J, and Max on Twitter. Who wins tonight's game? Be a part of KJM Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed or call in line 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville. By Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Jay mentioned the captain of the Yankees. Oh, it was an emotional day Mm. yesterday, Hall of Fame. And in the NFL, it's one team's captain's selection that's making headlines. We'll tell you why after Jay has this from Straight Talk Wireless. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, not on our watch. Because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract, by the way. And get a Samsung Galaxy 832 5G for just $299, all on America's best networks. That's 5G coverage, 5G phones, and less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Coming up this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, former New York Giants quarterback Eli Manning. Does he see it as a make-or-break year for Daniel Jones? Eli Manning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, this morning at 940 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. John J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Um, you can reach us at 888-SAY-ESPN, and it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. All right, guys. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa mm-hmm. has, is one of, what, two quarterbacks in the NFL not named team captain? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something, Jay. What does that mean? I think it means everything for Brian Flores, the head coach of the Dolphins. Because there's an opportunity here. Look, nobody's going to give you the damn torch. You have to go take it. Mm. And last year, watching Tua, yeah, okay, threw for 1,800 yards, went 6-3, and three, had 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. But he still spent a lot of time with Ryan Fitzpatrick and was benched a lot of times in games where he was playing. So for me, not understanding the playbook last year, which is something he admitted to this, this offseason, this summer, spending time – with the team, around teammates, that's what I want to see from you. But this is like, have you ever put something on layaway, Max? I know, Ke- I, know I have back Man, in the day when, when I was when younger. The, my parents Michael have. Jordan had a basketball, a black and red basketball, okay? In like, I don't remember, it was my, 1984 or something like that. <laughs> at Paragon Athletics down in uh, like 17th Street. It was eight bucks I put it on layaway. There you Jay. go. Okay, so we all had an experience with layaway, Key. Like, Tua right now, like, that's layaway. Yeah. Like, you have to keep giving me money. Until give me equity, show me that you want this until I give it to you. And that's what that's what's happening. I think it's the best scenario for Tua because now he has to go out and take it. What about that key? Is it, what does it mean that Tua is not named captain yet? It, you know, I, I, I don't really know the way that the Dolphins have constructed their voting in terms of who gets the right to vote. I don't know if the coaches are picking it or if the players are. But let's assume let's assume that it's the players, mm-hmm. right? And and the coaches get, from my experience, you pick the coaches get it, they go and tally it up, and come back. Now I've been on teams before where we questioned some of those votes because it was like, well, wait a minute, man, that guy shouldn't be the captain. This dude should be the captain. But what I would say is it starts with the players in the locker room, and if the players in the locker room aren't the ones voting. I mean, the ones voting and they did not vote for him, then that tells me that they don't really have that trust in him to be that leader just quite yet. Maybe that comes later on down the line, but right now they feel like somebody else should lead them and he's not ready to lead. It, it, talking about Tua Tagovailoa yeah. not being named captain of the Dolphins, I, I one I of only two quarterbacks not to be team captain. I, I don't think that's the case. Well, the, the players did vote in this situation. They did vote, and guys like – Xavier Howard, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, Jerome Baker, the talented, most talented star players for the Dolphins didn't get selected as captains either. So guys like Mac Hollins got selected as a captain. Well, two right? admitted he, he didn't not, know the playbook last year. It, well, fair, but when Mac Hollins gets selected, he was potentially going to be a release. Right. He was going to get released. So I think the players voted on guys that they thought were stable that could just provide that type of outlook for the franchise. I don't think it has to do anything with star players. I think we're going to make it an indictment on a guy like Tua. I think he can use it as motivation. But I, from what I hear from people inside that camp, and I've talked to people inside that camp, they all believe that he's taking the right steps 
to own this team. I just think it's the way they went about voting. Key, you ever been team captain? No, no. I've been voted, probably, I don't know, in my career, both in college and in the pros, probably, I would say, four to five different times, but I never wanted to take it on. I just was like, no, I'm good. I'm why? Not, Hold not, on. What, what do you take on as team captain, and why did you turn that down? Well, you got – because I don't – I don't – I just – it's too much to deal with. I already got enough to have to deal with by playing and being a leader by example. I don't need to be a leader to be a captain to sit in a room and make decisions on what food we're eating and how we're going to travel. No, I got other things, other you gotta, business you gotta to worry about. you got to flip a coin. Like, what, it's too much to <laughs> no. flip a coin? You're too busy yes. to flip a coin? Too busy to flip a coin. I don't want to go out there. I, think in I don't my want whole, that responsibility. In, career, in my entire career, I probably went out for the, uh, the toss – maybe once, mm-hmm. and that might have been a preseason game. Mm. So it's just because I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, because they come to you and tell you beforehand, hey, you're going to go out for the toss. And you don't even have to be a captain to go out for the toss. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, man. Let, let somebody else do it. Yeah, I was going to say, though, even, even if you don't have a C on your chest as captain, like, the team still knows who the best players are. It's not even about the best player. It's about the leadership. I didn't need to be a captain for people mm-hmm. to follow. People mm-hmm. already knew my leadership skills is well documented. That's so what's, I, that's one of the things I'm like I don't. Yeah, fine that, with you on that. That's what's the thing about Tua is if you're not I, I hear what you're saying, Jay. Like a lot of their best players and veteran players are not leaders of the offense, defense, whatever. Technically, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they are, but in Tua's case, Fitzpatrick was there last year, as you said, mid game. Talk yeah. about give me, give me the damn ball, Key. The coach <laughs> are like give me the damn ball. I gave it to Fitzpatrick mid game, more than once. Right? He has not. Like, Justin Herbert is the quarterback of the Chargers for years to come. You know, Joe Burrow is going to be the quarterback for years to come. Even at this point, you look at Justin Fields, you'd be shocked if he wasn't for years to come. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, number one overall pick. Tua, this is kind of like a show-me year for him. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that make a difference, the fact that he didn't cement the job long-term as a high first-round pick? And he's not captain. But Max, that 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 comes from your teammates voting you in. They don't feel comfortable about him being the captain. They don't feel like his leadership skills are there, or else they would have voted him in as captain. That's why I say they make the decision. Now, whether or not the coaches honor that decision is another thing. Mm-hmm. And but I know just being in the locker rooms that I've been on teams that the players vote, the coaches tally it up. Now, it doesn't mean that the coaches didn't drop a few of the little slips along the way that had his name on it. I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. But clearly, they don't feel comfortable with him being the captain for whatever reason, whether he becomes a captain. What if he was a captain and in week four he's traded? Or, or yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. That's what I'm saying. His future is uncertain. You have a captain. You cannot have a captain being benched. Right. Oh, you just, right. It, you ding, can't ding, do it. ding. He's, you can't he's, do it. This guy who a couple years ago, he's a future star in the NFL. His future is uncertain. He has a team that's ready to win now if they can get good quarterback play. By the way, whatever you do, do not ask Key to flip a coin. He ain't going to do it. <laughs> Heads that's or Straight tails. Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. The Bucks are starting their title defense at nearly 100%. We'll tell you why everyone thinks this is the best chance anyone's had to repeat since Tom Brady did it in New England. That's after Key has this from Indeed. Running your own business requires a lot of running around, from bookkeeping to client meetings to running it all. 
By the time you need to hire, you run out of energy. Oh, man, you got to keep that energy up. Luckily, with Indeed Instant Match, you immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description the moment you sponsor a job. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Hiring can finally run smoothly with Indeed. To learn more, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Visit Indeed.com slash credit, that is. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is it the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, this man. Is real. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and continues all day on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Before we do a no huddle, guys, quick, you know who the only unanimous selection to baseball's Hall of Fame is? Teammate of Derek Jeter's. Jared, Derek Jeter missed it by one vote. Oh, the, the closer. Mariano Rivera. Derek Keyshawn. Yeah, that's right. The greatest pitcher inning for inning in the history of baseball. The numbers back it up. All right, time for no huddle. That's preposterous, by the way. What's that? Hey, how, how the hell is he not going to be unanimous? No, Jeter, of course. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, what do we watch for with the Cowboys tonight, guys? Key? Well, I got to watch their offensive line when, when you think about what you're watching. You're going to watch their offensive line, Max. You want to see how they can protect Dak Prescott, if at all they do. I don't know that they necessarily will when you talk about a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who led the league with 48 uh, sacks last year. And then when you talk about the individuals, the JPPs of the world, the Damakon Sues, bringing guys like Antoine Wilfield 
out of the secondary to get three sacks. He's going to have a bigger total this year on that. And then you look at them overall on the defensive side of the ball. They just got so much. Shaq Baird had eight sacks. JPP, I think, had nine. You tally that up, those guys are going to be like wild animals coming out of a cage. You know, the other day we had Jeff Saturday on. He was talking about the importance of Zach Martin, and he said that Ezekiel Elliott said that Zach Martin was their best offensive player their best offensive player, and all the things that he has to do. So, you know, look, Ezekiel Elliott had a down year last year, but watching how, how he'll perform in a game like this against a great defensive yep. line of the Tampa Bay Bucks is really going to make it a one-dimensional game if he can't break through, and that means the arm strength of Dak Prescott has to come through in order for them to win this game. I'm with you guys, and also Lyle Collins has been banged up. He had these stingers in his neck and stuff. That's the whole right side of your line, and that's not great for your running back. We'll see. Listen to Todd Archer, guys. There are plenty of things to watch for tonight for the Cowboys, but let's be honest. It's all about Dak Prescott. Can Dak be Dak? It's his first start in 340 days, coming off that horrific ankle injury that knocked him out in week five a year ago and a shoulder strain that limited him during training camp. Executive VP Stephen Jones said Prescott is 100% full go. Prescott said he's healthy and as ready as he can be for this one. And wide receiver Michael Gallup said it's like Prescott never left with how he's performed in practice leading up to this game. If the Cowboys are going to pull off the upset, they certainly will need Dak to be Dak. Key, who's going to have a tougher time with Zach Martin out, Dak or Zeke? I I agree with Todd Archer there. It's certainly Dak Prescott. When you think about it, the pressure comes to bear from the Bucs defense. Here's a guy who's got to get the football out early and often. He can't sit around and pat that thing like a baby. They're going to be coming after him. Hey, look, Ezekiel Elliott can get some yards on the ground, but the way that the Dallas Cowboys are going to make hay is they've got to try to attack the second wave of defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the only way you can do that is by dropping the quarterback back. But if I'm Ty Bowles, I'm bringing the kitchen sink. I'm bringing everything early and often because he's got to prove to me that he's capable of running around and sustaining four quarters with that leg coming off an injury. Jay? I would agree with you. I would probably say Dak because I think it's going to be incredibly challenging for Zeke to break through. And that means that this offense becomes one-dimensional. And if you know that Dak needs to drop back the pass, especially if they get down early in this game due to their defense not being well, then I think it's going to be Dak having a long night. I see. I think it's Zeke because Dak, as we've seen even last year, last couple of years, when he puts up the big numbers, a lot of time they're playing from behind. The guy can air it out now. He's a big, strong guy. He can run and he can air it out. And he has great receivers. So, uh, I, but, but Zeke coming off the down year, now he's in shape and everything, and the whole right side is banged up? That's a problem. Spe- mm-hmm. speaking, speaking of that, let's hear what Jenna Lane had to say. While the Cowboys are feeling the impact of no Zach Martin, and the Bucks will try to exploit that with all those A-gap blitzes Todd Bowles loves so much, the Bucks, on the other hand, feel very fortunate to be where they're at from a health standpoint. Only safety Jordan Whitehead's been ruled out for tonight's game. Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown, who missed practice earlier this week, aren't even carrying injury designations. And then quarterback Tom Brady came out and said, this is the best I've felt in a long, long time. He, of course, is referring to that off-season knee surgery, something JPP also underwent. And he said, I feel like the JPP from 2010. So the Bucks begin their quest to defend a Super Bowl title tonight at close to full strength. Key, what do you think? Uh, you know, you talk about a team that has an opportunity to repeat 
as Super Bowl champions, something that I believe hadn't been done since Tom Brady did it with the New England Patriots. So, yes, you bring all 22 guys back that started on your unit, plus whatever reserves that was there. You bring three coaches back at the special teams level, offense and defensive coordinators, and the head coach. You are poised to have an opportunity to repeat. However, the National Football League is not a cakewalk. Hmm. It is a week-to-week business, and everything has to fall right for you. Yes, you are healthy today on Thursday, but will you be healthy tomorrow on Friday? That's remained to be seen, but we'll find out after the game tonight. Why does it feel like this team has the best chance to repeat, Jay? Well, because, I mean, <laughs> a couple of things. That defense is nasty, one of the best defenses there is in the league. The offense, you said it yesterday, you think has the best trio of wide receivers in the league. I still think it's the Buffalo Bills, by the way, but we, we can go back and forth on that. And I, I think ultimately when you have Tom Brady – who we talked about this key a little bit during the break. Look, I I think he is the best game manager in the NFL. A guy that obviously has superior talent but can pick the spots and can dice you apart. So all three of those things combined, along with the Chiefs, the Chiefs are in that conversation too. I'm not saying they're not. Uh, I think those teams are two prime teams ready to win the whole thing. Yeah, Jay, last year we talked about Tom Brady. I mentioned he was a game manager and people went crazy. Well, it's not necessarily a game manager. Game managers are more Ryan Fitzpatrick types. Yeah, I'm Tom, not calling him Tom, that. You know I'm no, not calling him that. Yeah, I, okay. I know that. And Tom Brady is more like a, a nice Ferrari that decides to get into the slow lane just because he's just, I can drive fast if I need to. And when he needs to drive <laughs> fast, like he did in several games for them last year, he drove fast. And then he got back in the slow lane and kind of just went about yeah, high leverage business. moments. We've seen LeBron at do times do that all on, on day a, long. Regular if he season post Miami, LeBron did that right. He'd take it easy on defense because he needs to be able to hit the gas when he needs it in the playoffs. Then all of a sudden, LeBron. Here's what I got to say about about the Bucks and their chances to repeat. I'm the Cliff guy, right? Because no quarterback <laughs> in the history of the game has ever been truly great, 42, 43, 44 years old. Do people understand how he's smashing the longevity record? Every time he goes out there, he's Avocado great. ice cream. He's re <laughs> Avocado, that's apparently the key to longevity is avocado <laughs> ice cream key. Who knew? Eventually, look, Father Time's undefeated. I once thought Bernard Hopkins was fighting him to a draw, and I still saw Hopkins get knocked out of the ring, right? Of Like, I got to think, by the time the Super Bowl rolls around, is – is Tom Brady still going to be operating at that level? I'm not predicting he won't Absolutely. be. I'm not an athlete. Yes, Mac. But yes. You yes. So what? So what we're all saying is he's never going to get old. No, I'm not no, saying that. Not that. So what, he's got what, three what, to four man. good years left in him. Why you is can it? Look key, at it. Why is I it? I said it last year when he was in training camp and running around and throwing a ball. I said, man, that dude got about four or five years left. What in do him. you? I agree. When you do the eyeball test at this point, what do you think is the key? Now, I'm just talking about longevity. Well, like he's brain. a year, he's a well, year brain. older. But but like he's beating you with his brain. Peyton Manning he, had a brain, right? But like, Peyton, yeah, he but, got but a lot Peyton more Manning injuries. Got, I was just about to say, Jay. Yep. Peyton Manning had started to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees has a brain. Started to fall and Drew apart. Drew Brees started to fall ah, apart. So now we're talking about long, That's what I mean. What is it about but he's Tom Brady not, where he's not falling the apart? Avocado what ice when cream. Are you oh, not avocado listening? avocado ice cream. Yeah, he's right. Yes, he's avocado right. He ice cream. Avocado, avocado ice cream. key lime pie. Avocado <laughs> in his bath. I'm serious. Right, I want you guys you know to hear you something. Are. When you take you, care no, no, of he's, your he's body. Right. Avocado ice cream. When yes. you take care of your body and you spend the necessary time and money yeah. to do those things, like a LeBron, like a Tom Brady, guys start to 
develop different habits. They get the, the bad stuff out of their body and put it in Key. the good stuff, and then it's almost like better fuel to keep them going. Yes, He's I know. Not, Somehow no one else has figured this out but Tom Brady, who's doing it it's three, not four that years no, longer it's than not, the longest. It's not the guy has done it the longest ever. Max, it's not that nobody move. else has figured it out. People have tried it. In the end, think about it. Jerry Rice played till he was 1,000 years old, mm-hmm. and they made a decision in Denver to make him the fifth receiver instead of the second or the third. So he retired. But Jerry Rice, when he had the little braids, the extensions, instead of actually having the twisties, he extended them. (laughs) He was still damn good. You can do it. There are some guys who make that decision, and I guess they just do it with more dedication. I mentioned in boxing, Bernard Hopkins is 50. Until when he was still beating guys, Tom Brady is years and years older than the oldest guy who ever did it, and he's still great. Let's actually hear from someone now who thinks the better quarterback is, in fact, on the Dallas side. Dominique Foxworth, ESPN NFL analyst on Get Up, this is at the end of uh, August, said this. Dak Prescott has been outstanding. He's outplayed Tom Brady when he was healthy. So, like, I I think that it's a reasonable uh, expectation. The four games that Dak played before the fifth when he got injured in, his numbers, all of them, like the advanced numbers, the counting numbers, all the advanced statistics, he was better than Tom Brady in that. The entire season before that, where they both played all 16 games, Dak Prescott Prescott was better than him in all the advanced statistical metrics then, too. So, like, I, I, I find it hard to believe that all of a sudden... Tom Brady is going to be better than him. If Dak remains healthy, Dak's going to continue to outperform Tom Brady. Mm. So uh, I, I, that was just that was such like an argument key that just skews towards analytics. conversation. Conversation. Yes. Conver- well, it was an argument because it wasn't on our show. It was a conversation. Key, do you not believe in arguments? They do exist. No, but we, we like we like civil discourse. No, we don't, here. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> get in the ar- it's too early in the morning to argue, Max. That's not. We want to have conversation and thoughtful conversations (laughs) and be very smart as we do these things. We don't want to scream and holler and argue. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait wait a second. Wait a second. You know, we don't have to look for an argument. Oh, if it happens. But if there's a disagreement and we feel strongly about it, guess what that's called? And and guess what? The the connotation on arguments is very negative. So we want to use positive vibes. Yes, tell them, Key. Yes. We stay away from negative connotations on this show. Well, maybe you used to. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to tell you. But anyway, anyway, as Dominique Foxworth was saying right there, guys, you know, I kind of understand what he's saying. And I think that was based on the top 100, if I'm right, Evan, correctly. Correct me if I'm wrong. The top 100 list that came out in the NFL, I believe he was commenting on that. Yeah, so it was predictive, Key, but it was, a, it was a prediction about what's going to happen, like where you think guys will be, what they will do in the upcoming year. So yeah, and so, look, it, okay, one, Tom Brady's on a better team. Okay, that, let's just be honest mm-hmm. with each other. He's on a better team. Mm-hmm. The defense is better. You can argue skill positions, whatever you want to, but the defense is better, so therefore it's a better team. I think Tom Brady, because of that, certainly has the advantage over Dak Prescott. Now, is Dak Prescott going to be a hell of a quarterback this year? Yes. Can he lead a team? Yes. But would I rather have Tom Brady right now at age 70 or would I have Dak Prescott at 20? I'd rather have a dude that's 70. Because as I always tell Jay, I like people that got a little gray on the side because that tells me something opposed to somebody that does not. They've been there. They've done that. And, and Key also, look, 
You know, I, I know that Dominique was, you know, catering towards the analytics, right? But, like, it, when you think about it, Tom Brady, last four seasons, has thrown 4,000-plus yards each. I mean, that, that's, that's incredible. Dak has only done that once. And most of the time, Keith, you, you tell me. There's no, but there's no argument, though, Jay, about I, I, Dak Prescott, I, Tom Brady. It's just really – No, no but there well, is. Me, but, 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 but Dominique hold, hold is saying that Dak will be better. But can you tell me this? Because you've been in it, you've seen it, you live it, you eat it, breathe it all the time. Doesn't wouldn't the numbers skew a little bit towards Absolutely. Dak in this situation because of their defense and the fact that he spends more time on the field and due to the fact that he has to throw the ball where Tom Brady has the complete package Playing from behind a lot. You you are a hundred percent ninety nine point nine percent correct. Much like Max said earlier, you'd look at why he's compiling yes. certain numbers. And I've always said, even in my own career, when people go to the box score, it's like, oh man, this guy had a real good game. Oh. Did he? Well, where, what were they doing in the first half but in the two-minute drill mm. and at the end of the game in the two-minute drill when they were down by 80 points and throwing the ball all over the lot? You're damn right he's going to have better numbers, okay, because they're in that situation. The beginning of the season last year prior to Prescott's injury, he was throwing the ball an awful lot because they were behind, like you said, Jay, because the defense put him in that position. Now you have to throw the football. So your numbers are going to be ridiculous. It's like the argument of Hall of Fame guys, right, in general in sports. The longer you play, the more damn numbers you're going to have. So, therefore, you're going to have an opportunity to get into the Hall of Fame. But you know what's interesting to me, what your your basic thought seems to be, yes, at this point in their careers, Dak, you could argue, is better, but you would rather have Brady. And to me, that's another but, way of saying Brady's better. You always that, want the better Max, player. I don't know that he's better. Right. I don't either. I, I, I don't, don't know think, that. I don't, think Dak I don't know is, that. I don't think Dak is better than Brady because he because the most important thing a quarterback can do other than lead, which is kind of intangible, how do you measure that, is make the best decisions the quickest. And that's what Brady does. And he still has a strong arm, right? He's a strong yeah, arm. he can that's still accurate. deliver it. He can make the throws. Yes. But so that's the prerequisite, right? You have yeah, to have a strong enough arm and an accurate enough arm. Then it comes down to can you make the best decisions the quickest? That's what Brady's got. Yeah, He's I got that care, better than Dak. I can care less that Brady has gravy boots. I can care less that he cannot move around. That doesn't mean anything to me. When he gets the ball out quick, fast, in a hurry, that's all I care about. Is he putting his team in the right position to be successful? And Tom Brady can never move. All he did was drop back and throw the football and slice and dice people up, right. much like Peyton Manning used to do. But with a better we arm. Look at, we, we look at well, – he. I think I personally think Brady has a better yes, arm. Yes, that's what I'm Peyton. saying. Yeah. Brady oh, okay. is Peyton with a better arm. Yeah, yeah and, but, and so when you look at it, we're not looking at Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady is Tom, Tom Brady is Tom Brady from seven years ago. The only difference is he's on a different team, man. You know what's so interesting about Brady, too, guys? Like, Derek Jeter's in the Hall of Fame, and he gave the induction speech yesterday. And he played in an era with A-Rod. And A-Rod was the guy who always put up the numbers, but Jeter was the guy you wanted on your team. And it's all this intangible stuff. And that, it reminds me of Peyton and Brady. Earlier in their careers, Peyton was putting up the A-Rod numbers, but Brady was the guy you wanted. But when Brady was given offensive weapons and was said, okay, now you got to do more, then he started putting up those A-Rod Peyton numbers. So he has shown the ability to do that if that's what need be. But he's not thinking about that. He's just thinking about winning. And he's making the best decisions the fastest. And unlike Peyton, and I agree with you, Key, about the arm, if you don't have the arm strength 
it doesn't play up the same way in the playoffs, right? Brady had all the stuff that Peyton has, plus he has a strong, accurate arm. I, I, I don't want to get too far deep into this comparing Dak Prescott and Tom Brady because I don't think there's really a comparison. I think that takes away from the greatness of Dak Prescott considering what he's been dealing with in their O-line, as decimated it's been with him being injured in their defense. I still think there's a high ceiling for Dak. I just think the way – look – we shouldn't compare anybody to Tom. Tom's just in a different lane by himself, man. Yeah, he's one. He's in a different lane. He's now, one of one. I wonder how much of it is, and we could talk about this another time. But avocado you know, ice cream. Just keep, keep, keep saying. You brought it up about like Tom's <laughs> on a better team. Part of it is branding. Like Brady looked around the league, and he didn't just go to any team. He didn't go to a glamour team. He picked the best team where he would fit in, and he knew that he could have success. So. Quarterback plays and team and team success is inextricably tied in our minds. And the fact is, like if you if they switch teams, would Dallas suddenly be the Super Bowl favorite and Tampa not? Part of it is how your surroundings. Yes, yeah, some, and, and who your coaches are too, Key. Let's not act yeah. like that doesn't play. No, we having Bill does. Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Granted, whoever has that argument that Bill Belichick is nothing without uh, Tom Brady, I think is just silly. Right, but, but Brady let's, went let's from that. that in. He went from that, and he made sure he was going to a very, very good situation. situation. It was great. Well, it he was made a the couple, most of it. I, I think it was a couple situations that Brady could have gone to, and they would have probably been in a position to make some noise and get to the Super Bowl potentially. Again, Tampa Bay hit right. It's it's just like gambling, right? When you when you put the chip down and they turn over the card and turn over another one, you hit at the right time. And Brady hit at the right time. Brady could have gone to the Chargers, and they probably would have been very, very good. But he didn't want to run into Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, he could have gone to San Francisco, and they would have moved Jimmy G. What would that have looked like? I mean, you just—he hit and picked the right situation, and it worked out. He did. For him. There, there, there. I mean, this this goes on even in the movie business, right? You sure that that actor or actress is why the movie opened big? You don't know that, but they work with the best people, choose the best projects and all that, and then all you know is if Will Smith is in the movie, oh, it's, I'm going to like that movie, so you go to see it. The branding. Tom Max, Brady has branded himself. Just really remember, well. yeah. avocado ice cream. Avocado <laughs> ice cream. i got to try some of that. It's good. It looks good for the skin. Handsome as I am. What I couldn't do is some avocado, avocado ice cream. Avocado lotion, avocado sandwiches. I mean, <laughs> put it in everything. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper uh, call-in line. say ESPN. Who wins tonight's game? Cowboys or Bucks? Sean, Jay, and Max on Twitter. 85% said the Bucks are going to win. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.